Hello and welcome back to Eliza's World. Um, for this episode, it's definitely going to be a little different, but it's going to be a lot of fun for me anyway. So recently I had the opportunity to watch the new Mario movie, which, you know, it was very good, but they used the iconic song Holding Out for a Hero by Bonnie Tyler. Now, the thing with this song is, it's been used in some of the most iconic cinema to date, right? And to really gauge on whether or not this movie was good enough to use the song, I obviously have to talk about the other instances where it's been used. And I think it'll help me come to a final decision about this, honestly. So, I think the first time... I ever had heard this song was in Shrek 2. Now this is probably one of the most iconic examples of it. You know Shrek 2 is an incredible film. You'd expect nothing less of the Shrek franchise and in this movie Shrek becomes a human and takes a magic potion and Donkey becomes a magic horse, right? They do this because they visit far far away where Princess Fiona is originally from and is getting like immensely judged by Fiona's dad and it's like yo uncool. So in the scene where they use Holding Out for a Hero, the fairy godmother is singing the song for Fiona and Prince Charming to dance, right? But while, like, as this occurs, human Shrek with Puss Donkey and the gingerbread man break into the castle, and they're riding on top of the humongous gingerbread man. And, like, at the climax of the song, this gingerbread man is struck down, and it's, like, it's so beautiful, the way that it was orchestrated. It's incredible. It's such a great way to use it right it's incredible and you know it really clearly adds fuel to the fire and you can tell that from how the song picks up after it occurs now my next example is from euphoria now euphoria has gotten a lot of backlash because everyone thinks that the writers are creep you know and i'm not here to say he's not i don't really even know enough about it to make that like assumption but in lexi's play lexi writes about people around her in her lives like Alexi is so like marginalized in her everyday life and it's really what she writes about in her play and her play was great you know there were haters who didn't like it but I loved it and they use holding up for a hero in a scene set in the locker room where Ethan Kat's ex-boyf is playing Jake who's supposed to obviously represent Nate who's evil and mean who's played by Jacob Lordy and you know it's kind of making fun of their like huge like masculinity stuff and their other masculinity crises and it's kind of great and it also just like implies that they're all in like the sort of homoerotic relationship with like their phallic movements and all these shirtless men and it's great it's really funny i loved it and it's a great use of holding out for a hero it's so incredibly iconic it's very different from the scene in trek 2 but different doesn't always mean bad It really doesn't and in this this is a great example of that honestly like it's used incredibly well here and makes the scene frankly even more iconic than it already was it it really really does now my next example of this was glee you probably don't even remember it being used in glee it was used in season four i don't remember the exact episode name but it's marley and kitty singing it singing this when their assignment is like the superhero thing and it it was you know very much less iconic um however it's an iconic show and because of that i feel like the since this was not as iconic it's not as talked about and the scene was frankly the scene was very lacking and such an obvious choice like oh yeah let's choose a song hold nut for a hero like ugh. 
and it also really made it seem like Marley was singing the song to Jake and Ryder, who she was essentially choosing between to be in a relationship with, but it majorly missed the mark. Like, holding out for a hero, it's not, it really, to me, does not read as, like, oh, I'm not gonna date you, or you, I'm waiting for the real boy to get here. No, to me, it's like, the main character in holding out for a hero, whoever it's about, is the hero. That's what it feels like to me. I'm sure it feels like to others as well. Holding out for a hero, yeah, I'm waiting for myself. Like, okay, where have all the good men gone? Exactly, where have they gone? It's kind of like, you know what I mean? I don't know how to explain it. It's called holding out for a hero, so I understand why this is the direction that they went in, but I just completely disagree with it entirely. It's a girl boss anthem, undoubtedly, but it was not utilized correctly, and even though, even if they just insist on using the song, it's not just a song that you can just sing in the Glee Club. Think of all these other songs. Think of, think of like Take a Bow by Rachel Berry in season one, right? That had hallway montages, that had cuts to the auditorium. And I'm very disappointed that that was not used with Hold Not To A Hero, considering how iconic the song choice is. It's extremely iconic. I just, you know, don't think that was acceptable. I really do not. My next example of using this song is Footloose. Uh, the song was originally written to be used in Footloose. I've never seen Footloose, but I know the song Footloose. I know that it's like a dancing movie, whatevs. So I just looked up the scene on YouTube and I watched it. And it looked to me like a modern jousting scene using two tractors. Don't know the backstory. I don't know why they're trying to joust on tractors. However, with the current trajectory of the song, it was not iconic enough to use the song in this scene. It really wasn't. Now, to be fair though, using the song in Shrek 2 completely changed the trajectory of the song and changed the path it was on forever. So they could never have predicted this. So to me, it's fine. You didn't, they didn't know what was coming and they didn't know what they had unleashed. And my last example is in Bullet Train, which is a great movie. You should definitely watch it. It's also a book. The book is very different from the movie. I was actually in a conversation about this book yesterday, so I'm going to go on a little tangent about it, but it's very different from the movie. I think in the movie they focused on different characters, and I honestly prefer the characters that they focused on in the movie to the characters they focused on in the book, because the book is just like, in the book, the little prince person is a pure sadist, and the descriptions are like, ugh, to me. They're very ugh. I don't like that. But if that's what you're into, I definitely recommend reading it. But anyways, in Bullet Train, it's used in a part of like what's essentially the final boss battle. Like the entire movie led up to that one point. They've been teasing and foreshadowing it the through the entirety of the plot. Even in the book, they did the same thing. And it's also sung in Japanese, which is obviously because it's set in Japan because that's where Bullet Train is. But it, the song's widespread enough that anyone could recognize it and frankly everyone put their entire badge into this fight you the girls that get to get it and the girls that don't don't i hate using that phrase but it's true in this situation for the mario movie uh it's kind of like for those of you who haven't seen it because it's still like relatively new it's kind of an origin story to the original video game with recognizable characters for people who grew up playing super smash bros and mario karts things like that and they used it in a training scene in the movie where Mario learned how to use power-ups with Peach because he's in this like super like incredibly nice world I don't know this like magical world and he had to go fight he volunteered to go fight because he got separated from Luigi and he wanted to find Luigi and Luigi Peach and Mario are the only humans in this world and everyone else is just significantly more powerful than them and Mario's like well how am I supposed to be fighting these people but um 
that's what the power-ups are for like in the video game he eats a mushroom and gets like 10,000 sizes bigger it's things like that and I want to preface this by saying that the movie was great and incredible plus extremely entertaining I really loved it and I'll definitely watch it again once it comes out on streaming services however however this scene was not good enough to use this song I hate to say it I do but it's very true they could have gone down a different path and gotten the same result which shows to me that it's not good enough to use the song shrek could not have used a different song euphoria could never have used a different song and gotten that level of iconicness with anything other than holding out for a hero in shrek still an extremely iconic scene it's incredible it's great but holding out for a hero gave it what it needed in euphoria the play teased for a good majority of the season everyone's excited about it we all saw the little teaser that was included in the episode before and we're excited about it this was the time when it was euphoria sundays okay we were all gathered around hbo max waiting to watch it i remember when hbo max was down one day and it was worldwide panic what they did with lexi's play was absolutely incredible it truly was and what it did need was a musical number and what other what what else could they do than holding out for a hero what else could they have done nothing literally nothing i can't think of any other song that would have used it. No, i don't even know any other songs by bonnie tyler you know what maybe i do frankly let's look it up right now because now i'm curious i'm sure she's got other songs that she was hired to write on footloose oh my god she did total eclipse of the heart that's crazy i didn't even know that was the same person total eclipse of the heart is also very iconic and i put a spell on you what this is crazy. I didn't know that. Uh, that's kind of wild. I put a spell on you. It's also iconic. That was in um, Hugs August. Anyways, incredibly iconic song. And I think I might argue this is what Bonnie Tyler's known most for. And although using it in the Mario movie does introduce it to this, you know, new wave of young people. Not that I'm not a young people. This new wave of youngins, of children. I didn't. I don't like how it was used. I think it could have, uh, if anything, since it seems as if this is going to become some sort of franchise, I think they could have waited. I do think they could have waited. And also, Holding Out for a Hero is a final battle song. Like, final battle. You're ready. You're fighting. You know what I mean? I would never label this as a training montage song, ever. And I remember the, the song choice for the final battle in the movie being good and very fitting to the scene and like it did add to the vibe that was created there by the images and the dialect however had they used holding out for a hero it wouldn't have been right and i do understand that so i would have much rather that they didn't use the song at all in the movie and i think that would have been frankly just a much better choice but again such an iconic song associated with so many incredible things and really like i said before shrek did change the trajectory for the song Especially if Footloose is the last time they used it. That came out in like the 80s-ish. Shrek came out in 2004. And what's interesting about the Shrekification, if you will, of this song is that Glee used it. And I'm trying to think of when the fourth season came out. Okay, season one was 2009, season two, 2010, 2011, 2014. Probably 2014, 2013-ish, around that time. So that's really interesting. And Euphoria is really recent. It was like 2022. Bullet Train, also 2022, I think, but months apart. So that's very interesting, actually, the Shrekification of that song. And it really opens up the question to what other songs have been Shrekified. And I think Shrekified is a great verb that I've just made up. Because Shrek is an incredible and incredibly successful franchise. I think you'd have everyone in the theater if they came up with another movie. And I'd sit there and watch. I'd pay... 
20 bucks for a ticket and sit and watch can i say the last time i went to the movies i had to pay 20 dollars. it's not crazy that wasn't for the mario movie i saw that for free unrelated but it was like Eddie game and i took like 20 bucks for a ticket that seems really expensive to me oh you know what the time before that i paid like 13 that's less expensive but i hear all these stories of people going to the movie paying like five bucks for a ticket that's what i want that's what i want in life if i'm gonna go sit in a movie theater because i do like movies i think they're awesome and i like the movie theater wow this big screen i'm watching a movie on it it's crazy thank you so much for listening to me rant about holding out for a hero by bonnie tyler i hope you enjoyed if you did subscribe to the podcast um i've got new episodes i mean i try for every monday but that doesn't always happen sorry i have a youtube channel and i have an instagram account linked in the description below thank you so much for listening to this episode of eliza's world and i can't wait to see you on the next one